Welcome to The Manual, a deep dive on the reverse side of one's beliefs and value systems, focusing on what you think versus what you thought. And now, here's your host, Cleve Waste. Welcome to The Manual. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I have a great guest in the house today, but before I introduce her, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. The Manual was brought to you by the Maddie Ice Media, which you can find shows like Drip, Trip, and Spill hosted by Maddie Ice himself. Also, Political Football, which is by myself, Dave, and Scott. Um, Kay, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Um, Last leg of the day. <laughs> you know, we started our day together today, so it's... I know. Uh, we've, been up, we've been up... You've probably been up a little earlier than I have, but mm-hmm. it's been a long day. We started our day together, and now we're going to finish it together. Yeah, yeah. Interesting enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so... I'm actually excited about what we're going to talk about tonight because you and I always talk about this kind of off camera and off mic, you know, being in the gym a lot together. Yeah. And I kind of want to get your perspective on a couple of things that that I'm going to throw at you. And basically, we're just going to, you know, chop it up about how mental health, mental awareness, how that stuff kind of gels with the fitness lifestyle, because it is a lifestyle. It's not something that you're training for. You're training for the rest of your life. You're eating for the rest of your life. Diet is not a diet for the upcoming wedding. It's a diet for the rest of your life and how things kind of shape out for you, whoever you are, basically. So first of all, um, give me your introduction to fitness. Like, when did that all start for you? Um, I would say it started, like, at a young age. My dad really got me into it. Um, Walking, he had a punching bag in the gym and... The background behind that is that I was actually kind of being bullied in school and um, definitely developed faster than the other females. So Mm -hmm. got a lot of attention from the opposite sex. And my dad did it in a sense for me to be able to defend myself. So he actually taught me how to punch and how to like um, keep my guard up and everything. So (laughs) you weren't the first person Cleve to teach me about boxing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and just like being able to exert like my energy out. So we did like a lot of walks and stuff. And so that was like my first introduction to fitness before that. I hated it. I hated PE in school. I hated all of that. It's interesting that you bring the school component because most people, it starts in school for them because they, you know, a gym class or recreational class or something like that, or going to a camp. For me, obviously, my dad, same thing my dad taught me you know, a lot of what I know about fitness. Um, and I come from that era where you learn by watching other people. <laughs> so no one really had a, a sense of purpose on why mm-hmm. they were doing it. They just kind of like followed what they knew. Um, and it's a miracle. We always say this, the trainers that are my age and, and a little older, it's been a miracle that we didn't hurt ourselves really badly because you know, a lot of the information that we were taught, we got to relearn yeah. and a lot of information that we that we gave to others was incorrect. So, um, you know, same kind of introduction. But for me, I kind of hated it as well, not before it, but during. But that kind of stayed with me to my entire life. So uh, having that love hate relationship is actually pretty cool because there's some days I don't want to go to the gym. There's some weeks that I, I don't want to work out. There's some months I'm like, oh my God, I'm tired of eating salmon. I'm tired of eating sweet potato. I'm tired of eating whatever. And, you know, I go into a rut, but then the gym is always there. The gym is always what it is. You know, it, it's not a punishment. It's not a, a torture, a house of torches. It's basically, you know, for me, 
it's a it's a place to feel good to feel safe to kind of de-stress and um and put yourself through something normally so now as an adult how do you approach Absolutely. your whole for me i would say it's like an escape escape yeah because it's it's uh people don't realize is that the endorphins and you know like when they say like that runner's high which i've never gotten by the way if anyone is a runner that listens let me know how that feels because i have no idea what that mm -hmm. feels like but i do know what a second wind is and a second wind is like in boxing where you're totally tired like you're completely exhausted and somehow some way adrenaline like ramps up and you kick into like overdrive it's a fight or flight probably response and you just like holy shit like where does energy come from and then you're kind of like going through you know going through your emotions or whatever so as an adult yeah how do you feel about fitness now for yourself i love it like it's definitely like like i said like an escape for me i definitely feel a difference when i don't work out to compare to when i do and with fitness it's always trying something new I've done swimming, I've done running, boxing, weightlifting, I've done pole dancing, yoga, um, Pilates. I'm wow. just always into something new that gets me energized and intrigued, mm -hmm. but nothing to me compares to just walking or being on the elliptical with my headphones on and I'm just listening to music or I'm watching a show or listening to a podcast where I can just get lost and not think about my problems, not think about the stress and just mm -hmm. literally take a break from life and just enjoy being in the moment. Now, if you're like me, I have friends in both kind of lives. I have fitness friends and then I have regular friends. So I like civilians and then I have people that I work out with. And do you find that your non-fitness friends are more um, more inclusive of you and what they want to do, knowing that you're more health conscious and they probably say, oh, well, I'm not really going out. I don't really want to invite you to this type of event because I know that you're not, you know, you're not into that. Or do you think that you can convert some of your friends from the non-fitness world into what you kind of do with yourself? Oh, absolutely. More the latter because, I mean, I have friends that will be like, you know, I want to be able to work out or how you get up in the morning and you get to work out as much as you do. And they'll always say like, I wish we lived closer together so we can work out together. Mm -hmm. um, I've never been like shunned for being at the gym and being conscious of like my fitness and and that's not even necessarily conscious about my fitness or like my body type or anything like that to me it's mm -hmm. more it's all about mental health okay and that's what helps me cope with everyday life and stresses for whether it's relationship family work it's always been fitness that's always been constant for me and I'm definitely somebody that likes to work out more so by themselves mm. um, than actually like sometimes having a partner there because I can last, you know, an hour, maybe a little bit longer, depending on what I'm doing, where others are a lot, can be shorter times at the gym. And so sometimes I feel like rushed mm -hmm. to finish early. So, but I, it's all for me, my mental health. How it absolutely absolutely and full disclosure if you didn't know this about yourself with me there's only a select few of people that i work out with and you're kind of in that group of people i have a lot of clients that i don't work out with at all and it's not because i don't like them it's just that they won't really 
they won't really they're not into that into that push they're not into what i'm gonna do you know um and, and it's nothing you know nothing on them basically it's just they they're not gonna do an hour or two they're they're there for half an hour and i'm like you're not doing anything if you're if your goal is weight loss or fat loss a half an hour won't do that necessarily uh you need to commit a little bit more time so uh, i'm very snobby about who i work out with and for and for how long and i'm also snobby about um you know clients that become more like workout friends because uh, again a lot of people that they're not going to do what i'm going to do and it's and it's fine you know i want to ask you something so mental health wise when you're talking to people um in your line of work does that ever come up as something as an outlet or it never really comes up at all oh absolutely it definitely comes up um i bring it up i mean even if my clients don't bring it up i bring it up because nothing's better than to me like just going outside and having the sun and the fresh air and when it's not too hot or not too cold when mm -hmm. it's like goldilocks just right <laughs> um nothing beats that and i definitely bring it up to my clients and even friends and family like and again everybody's different some people want to hit the gym really hard and lift a lot of weights some people want to run three or four miles others are mindfulness and yoga some are just being one with nature so they go on walks or hikes others want like a fun like dance class where they get into it and they just get lost in the music like as long as you're moving and to me again it's your mental health as long as that's something that you identify as a coping skill just mm -hmm. to take a minute take a break re-energize then i'm all for that and a lot of clients actually use that tool okay just I'm exercise in general for it i'm gonna throw a brick at you now so if i'm someone with a obsessive compulsion disorder right and as you know exercising mm -hmm. and lifting it's it's an obsessive thing um it's something that people don't realize that it's 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 a natural occurrence for us you know to to put our bodies through certain that we get used to and you crave it when you're when you're not working out you know you don't feel well um when you work out you feel kind of good so if someone is 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 kind of going through that obsessive compulsion type of thing and exercise is being it's as addictive as it is how do you like how do you balance that to say well man should i tell them part of your treatment should be working out or do you really not even broach that because they may become so enthralled in it that they're it's another addiction for them i mean that's a great question i think you need to have a balance of everything mm -hmm. and with whether you have this um obsessive compulsion and like the addiction it's like why why is that and if they already like again exercise is a great tool great coping mechanism and if they feel like they are going to overindulge where they're in the gym seven days a week mm -hmm. for three hours multiple times throughout the day that is a red flag and mm -hmm. a lot of times people will be like oh i'm just trying to get healthy i'm just gonna get right but it's like well at that point you're escaping from something greater than just stress and in that plane we've talked about this before is body dysmorphia if that yeah. also is what somebody's suffering from where they feel like they need to 
lose that one pound or that one ounce or they don't like how their arms lay a certain mm-hmm. way. So they're in the gym. And that's what body dysmorphia is, is literally picking apart every flaw that you have as the individual. Other people most likely do not yeah. see it, but you see it and then you obsess over it. And you either try to cover it up or try to get rid of it. And once that small, what you deemed as a flaw is gone away or less, then it's Mm -hmm. something else. And then it's something else. And that can stem from, like the body dysmorphia can stem from a lot of like low self-esteem, trauma as a child. Mm -hmm. And with that, it does take individual therapy going back to those traumatic times of when you start, your body started being like surfacing in a sense that you started being more aware of it. And with that, it's being able to identify when you Mm -hmm. start doing the body's work and start depicting it as well as why you do that. Yeah. I think, um... I mean, it's can be a very, um, hard diagnosis. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think of, um, and this is me. Um, how I think I think every person on this planet walking right now has a little bit of um, dysfunction behavior uh, in inside of them right we all have bits of schizophrenia we all have bits of of um, of ob- obsessive compulsion we all have bits of body dysmorphia like we all go through times when we just kind of like hey man I don't I don't feel great I don't look great or whatever it is I think everyone goes through that so when it comes to um the trauma you talked about trauma and someone running from or running to something and facing something you ever heard of um i think chloe kardashian had a show called revenge body oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. like i thought that was a super cool concept until i kind of like really t- mm-hmm. like thought about it of how how that can be a very um destructive thing because that person hurt people hurt people so when they become mm-hmm. whatever when they evolve to whatever they feel that is my revenge body then now they become that that kind of person or they could become that person that is like okay now i'm the shit i'm gonna shit on someone else you know because they mm-hmm. you know they they feel that that they're at that point now where they can control the narrative and it's like oh my god well you know i remember what that felt like and i don't ever want to flat that again you know so I thought that was a cool concept at first, but then I was like, mm, I don't know about the revenge body thing. Cause that, that could get really, really, really bad for some people. Well, with you, like with you, you and your trainer background, what are your thoughts of like essentially losing a significant amount of weight in a short period of time? And to me, I feel like that at times, not saying that it can be unhealthy, but it's like, you're not going to be able to sustain that because you have this goal of the revenge body. And now that you met it, and mm-hmm. you had all of these supports and maybe like nutritionist, a dietitian and all this stuff. And then once that's taken away, will this mm. individual continue this or will they fall back to their old habit? Correct. You make a great point. So I answer that kind of two ways. So from a trainer standpoint, um, to take off a significant amount of weight quickly is very dangerous. And I'll say that I'll say that again for anyone listening that is going through like a a phase where you want to dump a lot of weight really quickly. Dumping five pounds in a month is super doable. Dumping 40 pounds in a month, super dangerous. And it's a lot of reasons why, because your body goes through stresses. Um, 
and things of yeah. that nature. And you know, you have to feel it right. You have to eat the, you have to eat your macronutrients. You have to exercise, you know, and you have to rest a certain amount of time. So your body can recover from anything that's ailing it. Which means, like, when I say that, I'm talking like sugar, salt, processed foods. Your body has a has needs time to purge that out. And if you're someone who mm -hmm. has spent a lot of time eating a lot of processed foods, it's hard to get all that out of your system quickly. All right. So losing like 40 pounds. And if anyone, if anyone has a trainer friend or knows a trainer that is telling you that, oh, I can take off 40 pounds of whatever weight of, you know, in a month, they're not, I'm not going to say that they're not a good trainer. They're not giving you good advice because that's not realistic. Right. When it comes to losing a significant amount of weight, the same amount of time that you put it on, same amount of time to take it off. To lose 100 pounds, it will take over a year, right? Essentially. And, and that can be done. That could be achieved, right? Because people don't realize that eating and eating and uh, eating the right things, uh, caloric intake and all that kind of stuff, all that has to do with it. But again, if you're looking for the quick fix, as you said, the bounce back is even worse because you're going to regain the weight. And it's going to be ultra hard to take it off the second time and then the third time and the fourth time. So it is something that is, it is, and I'm not laughing because it's funny because I've dealt with this a few different times, even for myself. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get in super ultra shape. And then I'm like, man, I can't sustain this. I can't like, you know, I can't keep doing this because it's just so hard. The, the discipline that it takes to, to, to maintain that, but it also goes to goal setting. So if you have a goal, right and this is not only in 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 gym life or fitness life this is for life if you have a goal your next goal has to be right mm -hmm. after that goal is hit because it's like okay <laughs> i'm here what right. happens next you know i take off 10 pounds and i'm like okay i'm looking good Take another 10 and i'm like okay then i'm like wait a minute i got room to fuck around now and you start doing stuff and all of a sudden okay now i'm i'm, I'm back up 10 now i'm back up to 20 now i'm back mm -hmm. to square one you know so you have to have that constant like what am i going to do next what's next we're almost there let's go it's like the next thing so that was a great question um <laughs> it's uh people go through all the time like people and you know i want to segue into how social media affects us mm. all and we think that people have these these quick pick these quick fixes to to to, to problems in the gym i want that body it, will, it took that person a long time to get that. And it, it also takes them a long time to maintain that as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about how social media affects us? I think there's pros and cons to both. Cause I think there's social media where you have really body positive, like individuals out there. That's like, this is my body stretch marks and all like I can work out and eat right, but I still might be 200 or plus pounds that's just my genetics and everything mm -hmm. but i feel great i'm mentally prepared and then you have others that i feel like it depends on the angle you want the right curves of the arm or the waist or the shape of the booty or how their chest is like or a flat stomach or you don't want a fupa and all of this stuff and i'm like can we just love our bodies for what they are <laughs> i mean i'm like <laughs> it's hard all, like I had at one point like issues with my own body as well, mm -hmm. like depicting and it's to the point where it's like now when I don't feel comfortable in my own skin or I'm like, well, this is what I have. This is mm -hmm. like, you know, my parents 
um, these are my jeans for my parents. Like my legs, like I have two working legs that bring me, that take me to where I need to be. I have hands and arms that hold things that let me embrace other people. Like I have like a mouth where I can talk and do a podcast with you. Mm -hmm. Like I have all these things that I should be grateful for. And I feel like you have social media that either will embrace that or it will tear you down if you're like that. Yeah, I um, had a a trainer friend, good friend of Trent Robert. I wonder what he's doing these days. He was actually the guy that got me into into getting certified and and, and educated about it. But he used to say that uh, to his one of his clients, because I used to kind of piggyback on sessions and kind of watch him to kind of get the idea of how Mm -hmm. to how to, you know, anyone can tell someone what to do, but the, the coaching, the cueing, how to do it. And he used to say to his clients, you know, every so often, when they're, they're like they're looking at somebody in the gym and they're like admiring and i'm like and then he goes you know like you're that for someone and i'm like what is he talking about and he goes you're someone's goal <laughs> that 400 pound guy over there like he wants to be you he's seeing you every day come in here and he's looking at i want to be like him you know i want to be like her and i thought yeah. that was like the dopest shit ever i was like wow mm-hmm. i never thought of that but it's not only in in fitness it's in life it's like somebody is watching you that you don't even know about saying to you like man i, I want to be like her i want to be her you know and we where we're we are our worst critics right 100%. social media doesn't it does us know there's certain pages i don't even follow or subscribe to because this is all bullshit because mm-hmm. again you know it's not it's not inclusive or representative of everyone right and mm-hmm. most people show you the result not the work right if you're someone who is being paid, you know, thousands of dollars a week or whatever, and you have the luxury of being in the gym for, you know, two to three hours a day, of course, you're going to look amazing. Right. If you have the money to get the type of foods and the sponsorship to get the kind of supplements, of course, you're going to look amazing. Right. Every celebrity out there who does movies or who does anything um, like that, they have the means to, you know, to do those things, but doesn't necessarily mean the discipline as well. You know, where that's when the surgery comes in. They when they don't tell you that they've gotten a tummy tuck or they've gotten their their uh their cheek their cheeks done or whatever whatever they do now. <laughs> you know, whatever right. they do now. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm not even sure what cosmetic surgeries are even like what's a thing, right? So many. <laughs> so, you know, it it's it's the you know, I like um I have a friend that I um follow on social media that I actually know that's a that's a strong woman competitor right really good really good um good friend of mine and she shows all her lifts when she fucks up when she mm-hmm. hits something she's been like trying to hit and i think that's so like it's so transparent because she could just post all the ones where it's clean and it looks great mm-hmm. but she shows where she's trying to get a lift and she where she's messing up and where she you know where she could have injured herself she's showing you like everything like this is this is what happens or this is how i I process this and I think that's that's dope right absolutely she's showing you that she's human yes yes us all humans make mistakes not everything's perfect the first time not even maybe the tenth time Mm -hmm. and stuff but it's always okay what can I learn from this how can I do better and that's Mm -hmm. with exercise I feel like you can take that advice with life in general when you feel like you're on the outs it's like all right how do I get back up again Mm -hmm. so I um I adopted a philosophy years ago about the gym being like a bank, right? Yeah. And I, and I, I probably told you this when we first met, or if if I didn't, I'm telling you now. So, 
the gym is like a bank, right? Everything in the gym costs you something, right? And the first thing that it can cost you, if you if you walk in with an ego, it's, it's going to cost you an injury, a really bad injury in some cases where you're out for a while because you're 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 a cowboy. You're walking in there thinking, oh, I'm just going to throw up incredible weight. I'm like, oh, you got to get up to that, all right? But when people look at like women, I'm not going to pick on women, but since we're going to talk about this, women think, oh, if I lift weights, I'm going to get all bulky and and whatever and i'm like you're not taking enough hormones for that you're not producing enough hormones for you to 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 become that right when you lift weights you're gonna look great and you're gonna be strong and you're gonna feel fantastic right so you can lose that i'm not gonna i don't want to bulk up or look manly it's it's a myth guys it's 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 i'm telling you it's a myth right the other thing is that cardio is what it is cardio is cardiovascular health right cardio is designed and is designed to you know your heart and your lungs and your cardiovascular system that's why it's called cardio mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're you know you will lose a little bit a little bit of weight running and and doing you know some things that will boost your heart rate but the real secret sauce is in lifting resistance training you know and people don't realize that that if you just dedicate some time to lifting some weight <laughs> it sculpts you it it tones you it makes you stronger right but it's a consistency that comes with that and and that's the and that's the thing that a lot of people don't marry to it it's like you know i'm just gonna some days i'm gonna do this you know and the the number one thing i tell people is that you'll never outwork a diet <laughs> mm-hmm. if you have a bad diet it doesn't matter how how much you put in the gym it doesn't matter how much you lift it doesn't matter how much cardio you do it doesn't matter how much whatever if you're not eating sensibly it does not matter you cannot outwork a diet, a bad diet. So <laughs> I always wanted to ask you. That's um, unfortunate, true. Yeah. I always wanted to ask you. So <laughs> um, you talked about pole dancing. And I used to think that mm-hmm. it's easy, right? And full disclaimer, I never <laughs> pole dance. Yeah. Never for money or anything like that. Never pole dance. But I, I have um, tried to like pull my own body weight <laughs> onto a pole. And I'm like. And I'm thinking I'm a pretty strong person. I, I could do that shit. And I'm like, oh my god, like that—that that is something right. humbling. It's humbling, and it's—it's—it's kind of like um, and I say this with no jest. Um, that should be like an Olympic type of event, something because that it's almost like gym gymnast like to 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 prepare yourself on a pole. So what what got you into pole mm-hmm. dancing or, or trying that? I've always just wanted to try it. So honestly, it was like a Groupon. Went out to Falls Church to a studio out there. Liked it. It helped that my instructor said I was a natural. So that would just, of course, <laughs> boost my ego up a little bit. And I just went from there. And it was, it's not just about like the pole dancing and being like fit, but just the camaraderie of the female, like empowerment. Mm-hmm. Because you had a whole bunch of females and some men Mm-hmm. in the classes encouraging one another to try a trick or to do a move that you haven't done before you had women of all different shapes and sizes of all different ages doing the same thing um you could come in either fully closed or with barely any clothes and it was just a good sense of like community amongst like not only the pole community but men and women just coming together and having like a good time and just female empowerment that just really helped 
me and I gained like a lot of like female friends and it is hard. It is not easy. Yeah. I had um, this really funny story. Every, I inverted for the very first time and I had help with an instructor and and inverting is when you go upside down on the pole. Mm -hmm. And I went upside down and I was like, white knuckling this pole like my legs are wrapped tied around it my hands and I'm like and my instructor's like okay now slowly start to like go down off the pole and I remember yelling out saying I'm slipping and she's like Kelsey first of all open up your eyes and I did she's like you can literally touch the ground with your hand you hear fine you're not like standing two feet of water and I'm like oh okay and she's like exactly she's like and also you're not you're not moving so you can't flip and i'm like okay (laughs) so i will never forget that that was my first time and and i i mean but it was just a great thing and then when we did it again she assisted me and ended up like pushing my hips up further so Mm -hmm. i went further up the pole so i actually had to slide down the pole to get to the ground and it was just like I just loved it because it does. It works different like muscles in your body that I didn't know I had. Like mm-hmm. it's dancing. You learn a routine. You're either on the pole or you're on the floor. You're rolling around. I did a lot of like shoulder rolls or um, those type of stuff. And I would come home with bruises, hmm. whether it's on my shoulders or arms wow. or inner thighs, just from doing all of these exercises. And with that, I... Loved it. And also, you also have, like, killer outfits with it as well. So, and shoes. That's always a plus. So, that that segues me to asking now, um, is there competitive, like, competitions and stuff like that? Other than, like, you know, exotic dancing. But is there something, like, where the community hosts, like, there's things that, like, that you go to other than workshops where you say, you know what, this school out of such and such area is going to go to an exhibition and we're going to put up our best girls or best guys against this particular place. Does, does that exist in that world or no? No, absolutely. That does exist. And it's all over not only the United States, but also the world where people wow. come and compete. Um, they'll do like a showcase, even like small little studios will do showcases, but yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like convention out there um, where you can compete and, and if you don't want to compete, you do a showcase. You can do it with a group or just by yourself and stuff. So it's a huge community that I don't think gets a lot of a lot of times like positive. Um, yeah, because it it, it has a stigma. It has a stigma to it. Yeah, dancing, they think of strippers, mm-hmm. they think of strip clubs, and yeah, which is unfortunate because they're you know it's so it's just it's something. It yeah. um no no like what you said it's definitely unfortunate because it's not it's not that like it's it's not that at all it's actually a lot of time the dances can be really beautiful and really elegant and flow um a lot again it's not just about the pole dancing or what you're doing either on the pole or on the floor it was the sense of community Mm. for me um one of the uh i had a friend years ago that uh belly danced for me and i was like wow like again i thought that's something that was oh that's pretty easy just shake your hips or whatever and it's like nah this is actually a technique to this and then i remember when i saw that shakira video back in the day i'm like wow this i mean other than sensuality that was like 
amazing <laughs> amazing fitness level stuff because i'm like that that you know your core has to be really strong to do that kind of stuff it's it's un <laughs> amazing what the human body can do right so let me ask you something um mm -hmm. if so what is something that you have not done that you want to do in the fitness like what in the fitness world like that you just say hey you know what i'm, I'm intrigued by that i want to do that i don't like no tough mutters. Really no like the thing <laughs> when you said that like the first thing that came to I, oh, I mean, I guess so, like tough mutters and everything. <laughs> the thing that really kind of came to mind was like running fully like a 5K or mm. a marathon mm. because I hate running. It's, ugh, I hate it. And anytime I have to run, it's like either I'm running towards like food or wine or <laughs> I'm running because somebody's chasing me. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't run I, for enjoying. I feel the same way about running running as well i agree with you i'm either running from something or 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 towards something i just can't i don't i don't run i don't, I don't never see how that's like leisurely good it's not my thing at all right so yeah so a tough mutter so you never thought about doing a tough mutter something like that that would be like really cool just to just to try i mean yes i've always wanted to do that i would want to do i think the tough mutter is the shorter one that's like only like a couple of miles or something compared to like, I mean, I mean, yeah, they, they have, um, I mean, I did the last one I did was, it was a long time ago, it was about 12 years ago. Now it's been a minute. That was 13.5 miles. <laughs> and that was brutal. Like, I mean, but in a good way, I had a client, um, Christina, shout out to you. Um, we trained 25 days for it and we had no idea what we were in for so we got like we signed up I, well i was signing up to just to do it and she found out it was a client of mine in new jersey and she found out she's like yo do you mind if i do it with you and i was like yeah you know and at first she was she was pumped but then her her boyfriend at the time he was like a debbie downer he was like you're never gonna finish you're not gonna do it you know like just dogging her and she got she's like no let's get serious about this so i'm like all right cool so i looked up that looked up the course and i'm seeing all the obstacles and kind of seeing okay well then upper body lower body we kind of got to get stuff in we got out there it was the week of thanksgiving like the 21st <laughs> in new jersey cold when i say cold like wind windy day right early in the morning by eight o'clock off and running and we're in water out of water and it's brutal but i mean everything was designed to mentally break you um but if you're with somebody or you're with a, a team of people you push each other because it's all about the camaraderie how you kind of rally for each other and that's what that's what it's about i i totally thought it was about just running through which is being tough you know i thought it was it was that and it's, it's not that it, it's about you go up to a wall that is like super high and you stand and let the other person, you know, you scoop them up and then they pull you up and it's a total stranger. Right. So we did it in about three and a half hours, but no, no, we're sorry. We did it under, under three hours. And, um, some of the, some of the obstacles were downright oh, wow. sadistic and some were like really cool. And some were like super dangerous because you do sign the death waiver, which is like the coolest thing ever that you're doing something that can literally kill you. But um, the next day I got a massage and my body was like in knots. But it was it's something I would do again, and I would do it. I I wouldn't do it alone. Obviously, I want to do it with other people. So if it's something that you guys want to do, I'll definitely float it to the whole group and be like let's do a tough mutter. It's it's I mean it's insane. It's insane. But you'll know you can quit at any point. 
but nobody wants to quit because it's like we're gonna finish this together of course no that sounds like really fun <laughs> and i've done um i've done metro dashes which what is about like you a, is there any like fitness thing that you haven't done um oh i mean stuff like uh like I've, i mean i've done like the tough mutters the metro dashes uh the urban uh like the urban challenges i've done stuff like that which is cool the only other things would be to like do like a bodybuilding show but i know i don't have the and i shouldn't say this really i don't have the discipline to go into that that mental um the mental area that these guys go in these guys and girls go into it's something that i've have friends that are in that world and it's a different type of fitness all the like do nutrition of it the 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 rest cycle <laughs> the training cycle it's absolutely brutal and you know for, like for me i would like to get on stage and just do it but then it's like if you're going to make it to the stage then you want to win you want to place and that takes another level of of gear to be like okay now i want to really like i want to really shine out there but it's uh it's something that it hasn't been like a thing that i want to do but if i had to pick something it would be like doing like a um a bodybuilding show or something like that but that <laughs> at 48 years old not it's not impossible but it's just i, I know that that's going to take a mm -hmm. lot of discipline to do that <laughs> but um right but yeah other than that yeah i have no interest in running like a marathon um i have a have a cousin that's a um he's a triathlon uh athlete in the bahamas and uh no i'm sorry in barbados and he's he's an amazing athlete like i, I follow him on instagram and he's always into you know his training stuff and whatever but it's something that um i don't <laughs> when i was younger maybe something like that right but not not older because your body just kind of you know you put your body through so through so much uh the diet also as well because i have i, I like having a cheat day I, i'm i'm all for that <laughs> i'm all for mm -hmm. that right so anything you ever wanted to know about fitness I'm, I'm not obviously an expert but i do know a few things being uh, licensed and certified and all that good stuff but is there anything that you always wondered about with fitness um ugh. i mean i don't think there's really anything that i've always wanted to know there are things that i don't like and it's like what we said earlier that the diet has to be on point in order for you to lose weight that's always and will always be my struggle i like my mm. carbs i like my chips i like my pizza um but and also that genetics plays a big part into things like i when we started lifting, like I noticed that like my shoulders started getting more defined and everything. Mm -hmm. And I, I just have broad shoulders because that's genetics where compared mm -hmm. to other people, other females, they don't necessarily have broad shoulders like I do. Um, mm -hmm. So it's definitely being more aware of that. Mm -hmm. And I would say like, and to also be more aware that, I mean, you've probably heard this before that men can lose weight a lot quicker than females or it seems like it they stop drinking and eating right and they lose like 10 pounds and i'm like ah it, it well you you kind of said it you kind of said what it is it's it's not that it's not that men are each can easily um easily than women it's not that it's genetics it's what your genetics are right mm -hmm. um anyone anyone can work out like i'll we always let me let me back up so we always say this as trainers like everyone has abs right and it and abs are made in the kitchen, not the gym. And, and anyone, Which I hate. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's just how it is, right? But some of us will develop them quicker than others. Some of us 
will have to work very hard at getting them right a lot of people don't realize you know your genetics play a very vital role in how you look right it doesn't mean that you can't try to outwork your genetics or work with your genetics you just can't say well you know what i'm gonna get an eight pack it's a one there's a one percent people like a percentage of people that can get to that level of of uh of cut right but uh <laughs> genetics plays a very a very vital role in it but it doesn't make you say well you know what i'm never going to look like that I'm, i should just give up no you know you keep working towards a goal you know a goal is something that's in front of you you know all my dad used to always tell me you know all your all your um your dreams should be goals with deadlines you know if you if you're mm. if you're thinking about something that you want to do you could achieve it you know you may not get to what you think it is but you're going to get there and sometimes the journey is more satisfying than the actual destination you know, so, when you're going through something so let me ask you this because you said like goals with deadlines if say for an example somebody who's in their 20s is like okay by the time i'm 30 i have a married the kid and i own a house and here they are 31 and they're mm -hmm. not married they have no kids and they are living in their parents basement well that goes back to i'm sorry if you didn't finish your question no i was just like how do you think that would do with like their mental health their being because they didn't reach their goal well so you have to look at when you plan your goal you just can't write it down and says oh you know what i want to do that by the time i'm 31. what are you going to do to make that happen by the time you're 31. that's that's what people forget in go in goal setting and that's not that's i mean the gym so in the early part of this conversation right the gym is like a it's, it's kind of like a, a um a metaphor for how life is just like how mm -hmm. people in the military talk about teamwork is a is you know the military is about teamwork and stuff like that the gym is something that teaches you about life right hard struggle uh you know hubris like it teaches you things like if you if you go in there and play it's a very dangerous place so if you, if you go in there and not know what you're doing and playing around you're going to get hurt mm -hmm. right and it's going to set you back and it's going to make you think that you know what gyms are dangerous i don't want to ever be in the gym everything is dangerous that we do Right. right. So when you set your goal, you have to set it up like in phase. And this is just me saying this, right? In phases where, you know, if your goal is a five pronged approach, then you have to attack all five things at, at some point. Okay. I want to be married by 31, right? Obviously, every relationship that you get into or, or potentially get into, it's with the telling that person like listen my goal in, in being with someone is to have a family and be married by the time i'm such and mm -hmm. such and it, it may seem like it's a pressure thing for that person and if that is that's fine they can say well i opt out but if it's not it's like okay well we're working towards that so that okay that that box is being checked kind of like okay working on that i want to buy a home so i'm starting to save now right to you know mm -hmm. find out the process of buying a home like what do you have to do the down payment the credit has to be good you know stuff like that you know where you live and how you spend your money because okay in five years i want to buy a home so right. all the extra clubbing and all the extra partying that's out all the extra traveling at least for five years no vacations we're going to save our money so you know if you hit that 31 mark and you're not there you have to look at what you did not do to get there mm -hmm. and it sounds simple but it is what it is. It's like you have to set up realistic goals. People sometimes write things down. And I'm like, oh, I want to be, I want to be this. And I'm like, well, okay, that's cool. But what are you going to do to get there? <laughs> How are you going to get there? What is, what's your plan on mm -hmm. becoming that? You know, um, I'm a person that um. Well, okay. No, 
I was just thinking like what you said, like realistic, like don't like really think about, okay, what am I doing instead of like going back to the example of having, you know, the trifecta of kids, house and marriage by 30. It's like, is that realistic? Or maybe you'll, you might just have a house by 30. Correct. And shoot for like the marriage by 33 and then the kids by 35 or something like that. Correct. And always being open to being flexible because we all know life can throw you some curveballs mm-hmm. and things. I mean, I would say nothing in life is guaranteed except death and up and down. Like that's yeah. what. Yeah, that's no, you're 100%, 100% correct. And like I said, I, my dad used to always say all your dreams should be goals with deadlines. And I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, he's like, listen, he's like, if you're dreaming about something and it's not, it's not a goal, then it's just a dream. You just, you're fantasizing, you're living in this world where you want to be, you want to be that like, for instance, right? $274 a day, right? Mm-hmm. Is six figures. It's a hundred thousand dollars a year. And people have to understand that, you know, if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you need to make at least $274 a day. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's the fact of what that is, right? So anything could be attainable. You just have to have the vehicle and the drive to do it, you know? And and with goals, goals, it ties into what you said about ups and downs. It, it's basically, there's days when you're like, shit, I'm never gonna get there. Or, you know, I'm tired of saving for this. I need to do something else. And then you're like, well, well, well you know what? I told myself I wanted to have a home by this by this time. And you have to attack those goals one by one. You have to focus on that. Um, years ago, I had an ex that we decided that we were gonna we were gonna buy a home and stuff like together. And I said, I need to see your credit. And she's like, Why? And I was like, um, I just want to see where you are, you know, outside of student loans, where you are with credit. Because student loans, I can't, you know, that's a lot of money to. Right. Do and I was making great money at the time. And I said, Look, listen. I said for this year your birthday gift, your, um, your Christmas gift, you know, any kind of gift is going to be me helping you pay off some things on your credit report. So for the first six months from January to June, we're going to pay off. Like I'll pay your car note twice. So you'll pay your car note and then I'll make another payment. And that payment is just going to be for the principal. So on that, on that payment, I'm putting principal. So Mm-hmm. The first payment that they're taking principal and interest, I'm only, I'm only going to pay the principal so we can pay off the car or pay it, pay it down a little bit, right? Any small medical bill, $200 here or $800 here, it's off of your credit report. And then the second part of the year, we work on mines or whatever I have outstanding. And that's something that is a goal. It's like, okay, the goal was to do this and this is how we save money, you know? Or I say, hey, babe, save every other check you save, you save your check. Right. So your entire check, every other check, just save it. And whatever bills that you have, I'm going to help you pay those. Mm. Right. And that's how you and that's how you work together on a goal. That's how you you know how I how I saw my parents. My dad used to write down all his bills and then he'll write down my my mom's name and he'll have like an amount that goes to her. And I'm like, what's that for? He's like, oh, it's for it's just for her. You know, this is for saving. This is for the house. That's for her. Although she's working, this is just for her. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't work just to pay bills. Like I have to do something else with my money. And I always, I always remember that from like a little kid. He's like, you don't work just to pay bills. Like that's not right. what working is about. Working is, is, is having a, um, a lifestyle that you, that you mm-hmm. want. Right. 
um, most people who work in a field that they hate, uh, they either could have ended up there in some kind of weird capacity or, you know, somewhere along the way, their goal (laughs) went off the, it went off the tracks really badly. And they just had Mm -hmm. to, they had to do whatever, you know, take whatever job it, it was, but we should all feel like, you know what? I don't have to, I don't have to do that. You know, like if you're having a tough time at a job and you're, you're educated and you're qualified. You don't really have to take that shit. You're like, you know what? Fucking, I'm out. Amen. <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, I'm out. Like, I don't need this shit. That's why I say, like, if I ever won the lottery, I would, I would try to work, but it, it, it would be so hard because I'm like, I really don't need this shit. Like, it's like, you know, how many people out there just want to say, I'm out. I don't need yeah. this shit. No. I'm out. No. Like, I know I want. I've been wanting to say that. When it comes to work. Anyone that knows me, I am a fucking mercenary when it comes to work. Like I, like I, I can put in time. I'm a very dedicated person when it mm-hmm. comes to work and stuff like that. I'm a hard worker, but I'm like the minute that this shit becomes not like it's like not worth not worth it. Like I'm driving out here half an hour for this shit every day. Nah, dude, I'm not going. No, I'm gonna find something closer to home, better hours, better pay, whatever, and I'm I'm done. I'm done. Oh, you're entering like a toxic or hostile yeah. work environment and everything, and you go home more tired than needed or not having the energy to go to the gym or hang out with your family or yeah. be there for your friends and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not. And that's not, and that's life. That's, mm-hmm. you know, it's this is, and this is anyone listening to this, this is, it's, it's easier said than done in most cases. What I'm trying to say is that you have the ability to change anything in your life that you want to right mm-hmm. if you don't make a decision a decision would be made for you trust and believe that shit you know what i'm saying like if you if you know if when you look at like you know and i go back to like the whole job thing if you look at okay i'm driving an hour every every day one way to this job and it's just bullshit eventually you're gonna be like you know what i'm done i'm gonna find something else because you're you're giving up so much more for that paycheck like you're like, is it worth that? Is your mental health worth, you know, are you going to bed angry, waking up angry? Are you are you gaining weight from the stress of being at that job? Are you pulling mm-hmm. up to that job and you're violently ill? You know, like all of a sudden you're, you know, you're in the car singing, you know, singing your way to work and all of a sudden you get to the job and it's like, fuck, mm-hmm. I go in there. You know, yeah. like eventually you got to be like, you know what? This ain't worth that. <laughs> it's not the only job that's on the planet. It's not the only job here, you know? And well, people need to realize that shit. I will say, like, and this stems from, like, <clears throat> I want to say the last time that we talked about, talked about our fathers, and I, I will be bringing that up again, mm-hmm. is that that really stemmed from, like, the loss of my father, that it's, like, this, a job, it's just a job. Like, this is not, in the grand scheme of things, this is not that important. Yes, do I need to provide for myself and everything like that? Absolutely. But the stress, the... um dislike maybe not having the the passion is gone if you loved your job once for and Mm -hmm. it's not there i don't need any of that like that's Mm -hmm. just not you know for me you remember when dave Chappelle? uh they asked him about the 50 million that he walked away from for the Chappelle show so Mm -hmm. um and what do you remember his line what he said Mm -mm. he said that the reason i walked away from the 50 million dollars a year a year 50 million dollar deal was because it became work and that shit was like dope he said that shit became work 
Like whatever he was doing, he didn't look at it as work. He was just having fun, living his life, doing what he liked to do. But the minute that becomes like, and that's that's um that's not a you know only with work. That's with that's in life. If you're with somebody, if you're in a relationship with somebody, and loving them is hard, like you like every like you're crying more than you're happy. Like mm-hmm. that's not love. Like that shit is fucked up. Like you you can't sustain that. You can't sustain being in a situation like that where you're working too hard on trying to be happy when happiness is something that's it's super simple happiness is super simple is it's, it's it's well i'm sorry happiness should be super simple right mm-hmm. you know i i, I tell my daughter naya i was like she's like well how do you know you love somebody i said well when you hug them close your eyes this is when she's like a little kid i'm like hug them close your eyes i was like you should feel like you should feel energy you should feel that mm-hmm. warmth you should feel that happiness you should miss them like oh my god i missed you versus like you're like shit this is a challenge you know you know how many people tonight pulled up in their driveway or in front of their houses and it's like fuck and they're sitting in the car like for like an extra 10 minutes or something mm-hmm. i'm like i don't even want to go inside right now because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's either an argument or they just don't like the person that they're with or they just like it's in in that house everything is toxic and stressful and you're like fuck i'm just gonna go to the gym you know some people go to the gym right after work because they want to get the good feelings out because they're going to go home and do that. You know, um, if you if you come home to that and then before you go to bed, you watch like the the, the nightly news on, on the rape, murder, arson. And I'll probably okay. save today. You're like, fuck, like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? So I always tell people, like, mm-hmm. you like if you don't like the way you look physically, go to the gym. I know it sounds easy. I know you know these might sound like words but you can change who you are Mm -hmm. you can literally change who you are and that's what i loved about revenge body because it wasn't the concept to me wasn't only like you're oh you want to make someone else jealous oh look at you now but you also want to get the confidence in yourself you want to get that pride in yourself you want to get that that aura about you or whatever and i'm like "Mm -hmm." well just not like what you said like reality is the only thing you have control over is the change within yourself yes you can change where you go to work you can change who you with you can change like all of these none of these will be easy depending Mm -hmm. on the situation but it is doable because if you actually think about it we only truly have control over ourselves Mm -hmm. i don't have control over how my partner's going to react to me or how my boss reacts to me when i confront her on stuff or Mm -hmm how my friend reacts to me when I share like a sad story. Like I only have control over me and how I react and how I display myself in front of others and how I show up in relationships at work, Mm -hmm. friendships, family, and even in the gym. And that's where it's like my mental health. If I have to show up for all these other people, this, the gym where it shows up for me. Exactly. The um, I was going to say something just now. So the the thing about gym time, and this is going back to what we said earlier about uh, it's your time. And I, I used to tell my clients this when I first started like training full time. Okay. They're in there texting and shit. I'm like, listen, this is your time. Whoever's texting you needs to understand, hey, hit them with, oh, yo, I'm in the gym, I'm going to hit you later. Because this is your time where you're not to be disturbed. Like you, you have an hour or an hour and a half or whatever you have to commit to the gym. You have to commit that to yourself. You got to be selfish. Like, listen, if it ain't fire, flood of blood, I have a workout. I'll hit you when I'm out of here. I'll be out of here in like 20 minutes or whatever it is. And don't, you know, 
and you know nobody wants to put their phone on silent or i, I don't want to be like oh you're 12 put your phone in your in your gym bag no like you can have your phone out but you know you're not supposed to be on every 10 seconds you know what i'm saying the um the change that comes about it, you know it, it's something it, it's, it deals with confidence like you know when you when you're feeling yourself when you like oh my god you know what i feel great and you chase that feeling you know mm-hmm. people talk about that like when they're on drugs they're chasing that high you know the the gym is supposed to give you that high it's supposed to make you feel good the the other lasting effects is how you look how it makes you look how it makes you feel the longevity of life it gives you more you know a longer life and, and things of that nature but you know i <laughs> you can change a lot of stuff man people don't realize like you know you don't have to take certain things you don't have mm-hmm. to keep certain things uh the same you know you don't i mean and it's um years ago i i did a um a boot camp at a um a shelter a shelter for battered women mm-hmm. and it's probably one of the proudest things that i've ever done as a trainer because it was a free boot camp i wasn't paid for it i didn't ask to be paid for it. i just wanted to go in and kind of like do this thing as like a feel-good thing for myself and a lot of the women just felt empowered like punching something because you could tell like they were winding up like it was some shit like a lot mm-hmm. of shit on them and they're yeah. like just getting it off and i'm like you know either that they had an abuse that they want to fight or they just fighting for themselves to be like i want to just yell and put this out in the in the atmosphere whatever it is and you know and i i remember after the class was done we're, you know i'm sitting we're having like a q a and they're asking questions about fitness whatever and i'm basically i made it about them i'm like listen this feeling that you got today Try to have it every day. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like a boot camp. It doesn't have to be a mm-hmm. class. Go out and find this feeling. Go out and look, seek it out. Go for a walk. Go for a run, right? Do some body with exercise if you don't have access to weights. Like do something that's going to make you feel this way. Like this is a great feeling, isn't it? Like they're like, yeah. And I'm like, it's a great feeling. Some of them kept in contact for a while. And sadly enough, I fell off with the whole thing, the whole program. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about it. Like I should kind of get back into doing that as a community give back. Um, because there's a few shelters around here that I, I could I could go to and mm-hmm. it's something that I've been really thinking about as a as a um like my my give back to something or whatever it is. But yeah, you know, like changes change is gonna come man. and you know, people can only beat you down until you get fed up and like, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired mm-hmm. of I'm tired of carrying this extra weight. I'm tired of, you know, um dealing with, you know, somebody who, you know, I work with is just like mentally fucked up. You know where you you know what i don't need mm-hmm. to, i don't need to be around this like i'm oh, man like you know what or just say hey don't talk to me <laughs> that's just work mm-hmm. is work let it that we don't have to be friends i'm not here to be your friend i'm, I'm here to get the job done right and, and shit like that you know but it, it's crazy um i tell people all the time it it takes time right um i was taught as a as a as a, as a kid if i have a problem I get a calendar out and I write on the calendar today's 22nd problem, right? That's right. Problem on it. Mm-hmm. A month from now, <laughs> I look back and I'm like, oh shit, I had a problem a month ago. Mm-hmm. Now I got to think about, is that problem gone? Is that problem still here? Is it bigger? Is it smaller? Has it gotten worse? Has it gotten better? You know, am I writing problem again today, <laughs> a month from now? You know, you could change whatever, man. It's just, people don't believe that like you are you are the star of your show you know um when people say uh uh well who do you look up to who's your role model we all you know we all have them we have our parents mm-hmm. we have, 
you know people that we look up to yeah whatever. but the person that you look she should look up to is right in the mirror every morning you wake mm-hmm. up and you see them he's like yo what are you going to do about us today mm-hmm. what are you gonna do to help us today <laughs> help <Yeah>. everybody else <laughs> what are you gonna do to help us today like you know make it you know make a goal like you know what this week i'm gonna find some peace for myself whatever it is even if i gotta mm-hmm. shut my phone off uh and do that um Maddie Ice has this thing that he does with his wife every Thursday, and I think this is dope. They have a um an evening of no no uh technology, no TV, Ooh, like that. no yeah. TV, no phone, <laughs> no anything technology wise. So they, mm-hmm. they just sit and play a board game or talk or hang out together or read a book or whatever and 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 do that. But they have a, a one night a week where there's no technology. They don't do it. So I, I and that's a change that you know they made together as a as a married couple to said well you know what one night a week that we sh- we should have for each other where we don't do anything interacting with the outside world and i, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's like really 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 I like dope, that you know but um it's always great talking <laughs> we <laughs> well, have and, to. and just to kind of come off of what you said is like to me that builds like the intimacy back up and mm-hmm. like why you were with that person Mm-hmm. in the beginning and stuff like that so i like that that's very beautiful yeah i mean a lot of <laughs> a lot of um a lot of when you when we look at our lives and we look at what we want right mm-hmm. i i have people that are around me um clients and friends and i've watched them spend more time like ordering an iphone features of oh i want this in the phone i want that in the phone mm-hmm. i want i want you know these things i i don't want that i, I want this type of camera and i'm like what do you want what do you want for your life have that same exactly. energy for what you want for your life like what do you where do you want to live what do you what kind of car do you want to drive what you know do you want children do you want to be married do you want to be divorced like what do you like have that same energy that you're putting in the a damn iphone Mm-hmm. into that you know and I, I watched them same thing for food they're like oh, i can't afford that i said wait wait a minute if you put back those two sets of honey buns you can afford those organic shrimp that's only a dollar more than what those honey buns are right you know like just get you know get, get mm-hmm. it together but it takes a discipline it, it it takes a that you that you have to want that you know when when if something is easy everyone should be doing it right mm-hmm. you know you know i tell you about it all the time you know with no you know with, with no uh pressure there's no diamonds it, it takes a long time it, yeah it, it takes a long time i cannot wait to have your own show so you can, <laughs> <laughs> so you can do this and uh for those listening we're we are working on giving k her own show on the maddie ice media network so uh we're not too far from from having her her debut so we're we're looking forward to that as a network and i'm looking forward to that as a fan and friend of hers that she um she puts on some some good shows and gives us some great content but um any parting words any anything that you want to leave the audience before we you know before we end it i will say for those of you who are listening is just keep doing you the passion the drive that you have the motivation as well as really think about what helps with your mental health. We were very hit and big on fitness today. It could be reading, it could be watching a movie, it could be cooking, it could be going for a drive or something to do with water-wise or just barbecuing, being around with family. Just, Just keep on track with your mental health because that is just as important as your physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my parting words would be to since we talked a lot about goals is look at look at your life look at the goals look at the things that you want and be realistic be brutally honest with yourself on what you really want and what you really don't want because um what you really don't want is what you're doing right now every day the things that you don't want to do the things that you that you don't want to be you're doing it every day you're giving it that energy so you know reverse that polarity go the opposite way with it and and kind of control that i mean you are in control of that you are the only person that's in control of that when we lose control is if if we're we're institutionalized that's when we have no control of of what we really do because we're being told what to do like in a in a in a a manner of confinement Mm -hmm. but as you're out here breathing freely walking around you know and you don't like where you live save your money and move somewhere else that you want to live or or you know if you don't like the the if your car is old and you can't afford a new car you know you have to think about how can i get a better car or what can i do to to maintain this car or whatever it is you know if you're if you're dating someone that is not mm-hmm. conducive with what you are um you have to look at the kind of person that you're that you're uh dealing with who you're dealing with why you're dealing with them what attracted to do you know you to this person in the first place and things like that like we might have lost k again for the sign off let's see oh there she is all right there you go i know all right <laughs> yeah i was just closing off with you know um you know it sounds simple but it's complicated mm-hmm. but it but it is simple you know if you take one thing at a time one goal you know accomplish that goal and move on to the next you know, especially if you make goals that are that are years from now, you have to put things in motion to get to that goal. You just can't say, well, you know what, when I'm 45, I want to do this. Okay. That sounds great. But what's the plan to get there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what is the plan to get there? But um Absolutely. It's been a great episode. Um, I hope it's uh it's it we helped someone today and I hope, you know, uh anyone listening, um obviously we're you know, we're trying to give positive content and have a little fun with it but uh, but again you know today was kind of saying about goals change health and health and wellness mentally as well as physically this is clear with the manual signing off the opinions and viewpoints expressed on the manual are those of cleve wason and his guests and not necessarily those of the maddie ice media network the manual is exclusively owned by cleve wason and is brought to you by the maddie ice media network